Hello, class. Ooh, that sounded bad. Uh, and you are listening to Podcast 118, a Hey Arnold re-education, where every week two lifelong friends gather to re-watch, review, and relive every episode and movie of the classic Nicktoon, Hey Arnold. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, and I'm scared and cold and sort of nauseous. And I'm Sean. And here's neither of those three things. Nope. So he's Does gonna... neither apply to three? Does neither apply... Oh, I don't know. Because neither is binary, I it think. It is, is it? Is there like another word for that? When you, none of those things. None of those things. The... None of those things. Thank yeah. you. Good God. Yep. For those of you who don't know, uh, Sean and I were both in, were enrolled in both AP Literature and AP English together. You better believe it, baby. And uh, I'm pretty sure we passed. We both passed those exams. So Yes. Good for us. Yes, we did. I don't even really remember if I redeemed that college credit, but... <laughs> So maybe it's still sitting in the college board warehouse in a crate somewhere. <laughs> Not unlike the Ark of the Covenant. Um, this is your segue to do or don't watch Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. It's up to you. Whatever you want. <laughs> oh, Lordy. So, well, uh, I like to try to keep this podcast as timeless as possible. You know, not to date ourselves, but for what it's worth, happy 4th of July, or as Grandma would observe it, like happy Arbor Day or something some completely something like that some yeah, completely non sequitorial <laughs> holiday <laughs> i'm still waiting for like i forget like why in celebration she just starts singing three cheers for the red white and blue uh because she's unhinged michael yeah, that's true that's that's, that's true. the answer <laughs> that's probably why game recognizes game so much for grandma oop there's my display yeah. camera thing cool cool um there we are cool and yeah so Feel, feel free to check us out uh, to dis- subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and actually at this point in time, RIP Stitcher. I heard I actually saw that they're like closing their platform. Oh, I'm so low Siento Stitcher. I know. So RIP Stitcher. However, I'm looking into something called Good Pods. Apparently, it's like Good Reads for podcasts, and see oh, if cute. we can get a little more community going that way. So I'm not accidentally ban- uh, getting banned. <laughs> <laughs> on 90s animation adjacent subs for not properly reading the etiquette. That's that's yep. totally my fault. <laughs> so yep. that's on me. Um, but <laughs> if you want, leave a rating and review, especially if you like what you hear, so other people can find the show. Uh, our posts on Instagram at PC118Pod have been recognized by Craig Bartlett himself and uh, most recently Justin Shankaro, who voices Harold. So that's pretty cool uh, for nice. our little... Harold's Kitty Hosses situation. Uh, I think he may have enjoyed that. So let's get right into it. We're talking season two, episode nine today. Mud Bowl slash Gerald moves out. Uh, going into Mud Bowl. So I'm going to read the, give you all the little blurbs here, and then we'll go into our fan cast because it does apply to this episode. Uh, mm. Written, uh, originally aired October 20th, 1997. Written by Jonathan Greenberg and directed by Stark Howell. Uh, plot summary, Wolfgang and his gang of fifth graders challenge Arnold and his friends to a football game, but he has to first persuade them that his plays are good enough for them to win, especially after Helga, you know, takes over and, you know, things go south, et cetera, et cetera. So mm. let's do a little bit of our uh, Netflix fan cast right here. Or I don't know, maybe maybe this would air somewhere else. Who knows? It doesn't necessarily have to be <laughs> Netflix, but they kind of have like a thing going with, with Nickelodeon. Um, yeah, guys, if we can get a Zoe 102, we can get a live action Hey Arnold one to one. It's definitely remake. possible. Let's, it's 100% yeah. possible. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry. I'm just thinking of like Jamie Lynn Spears is like kind of just like scary face lines a little bit. Um, <laughs> trying to unsee that. So let's 
try to see something else. So hmm. uh, we need to, we already were introduced uh, to them in uh, Longest Monday, but we and also in season one. So we have some of the bigger kids we need to account for today who had a bit of a spotlight. Hmm. So today we're casting Wolfgang, we're casting Edmund, and we're casting Torvald. I guess. Do you want to go reverse order for this? Or sure. Okay, yeah, that works. Because we, we should have gotten him anyway. Uh, we can't like deep fake a cartoon. Well, we could. God, what, what were they thinking in the Flash? Like, sorry, sorry. I'm just thinking of the ethics. They of weren't. Deep, that's the answer. That's... <laughs> they sorry. weren't. No, they, they were didn't not. apply any and, brain. Yeah, and uh, and then that's why uh, Christopher Nolan set fire to the Warner Brothers lot to promote Oppenheimer because <laughs> he's like, how come Barbie gets to have all the fun? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little different in the morning. I'm a little more loopy, uh, but it is only because. But it's just me, and without the help of any other type of uh, liquid or other or plant-based substance. But anyway, Hello? <laughs> all right. So let's talk. Let's talk Torvald. Um, who do you got for Torvald, sir? Because I like your. I think your pick already wins again. So um, I thought of this in a pair i i was uh i was thinking about one of our junk castings too like who we don't ever see again torvald's mom right and the more that i was thinking about like that relationship and two people i would want to see interacting in the way that torvald and his mom do the more i realized i didn't want to cast um to what i've seen on screen but more so the things i would expect from the actors mm -hmm. so uh for torvald i want to see brian tyree henry Best known, at least in my opinion, as Paperboy from uh, from Atlanta, but also has lent his voice to a number of different things, mm -hmm. including Jefferson Davis in the uh, Spider-Verse couple of movies. Um, he's A, phenomenal. B, I think he's somebody that taps really well between the, like, I guess the emotional side. <laughs> like, in, in Paperboy's case, it's more so like, what the fuck is happening versus, <laughs> like, being uh, maybe a little bit more uh, dumb than he should be for his age. But also has this kind of, like, semi-kind semi-imposing nature to him and i think that would be amazing to see and then as his mom i want to see uh egot queen viola davis oh <laughs> dude just, because uh. it would it would be just a nice little shit post for like a single episode thing to have somebody of that caliber enroll but i just kept thinking about who's gonna say goodbye son make me proud and i was like it's bro it's gotta be viola that, davis yeah would that would yeah. that just like signature timber or even yes. just like those chicken fingers don't sell themselves, you know. Like exactly. I was I was thinking Angela Bassett as well, but I was like, I think Angela Bassett would be too too gripping. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, her yeah. delivery of it would be like varied, like like drama yeah. delivery. And I think Viola Davis could be just the right tinge of like yeah. drama, but also lighthearted. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, well, as you know, like speaking of AP Lit, our teacher who like didn't believe in movies or something. Yeah, uh, she right. said the last movie she had ever seen was like being forced to watch Kindergarten Cop on an airplane. <laughs> yes, which is also a great movie to end your movie watching career on. I'm not gonna <laughs> it's lie. True. It's got, yeah. I mean, Adam Wiley Cur slash Curly is in it. He's one of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's students, so mm -hmm. there's that connection. But we watched, uh, you know, a very kind of like hard luck working class mother because we watched we watched Doubt. I think at the end of our junior year, we did. With a we did. That was like the substitutes here. We get to watch a movie, so we watched Doubt of all things. Um, great movie. Great movie. Doubt yeah. as fuck for like a group of high schoolers, but you know. Yes. Um, yes. But anyway, yeah, I could totally see Viola Davis doing that. I think like, 
Angela, I was going to say Angela Davis, uh, but Angela Bassett, definitely one of probably has played several very iconic mothers. Um, but yeah. while with just this sense of sort of like, it's like Mary, you know, kind of like being the mother of Jesus. You know, like she played like T'Challa's yeah. mother, Black Panther. She played Michael Jackson's mother, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I could see Viola Davis being a little bit more kind of like of the people. Um, I think Viola people. Davis would say yes. Yeah. Right. Like that's, it. that's what down. it comes down to. Like, she'd be down. like I think she'd she be would, down. she'd be down. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Angela da- Angela Bassett's getting an honorary Oscar. She's not gonna. She's she's too rich for our blood. <laughs> <laughs> also, Viola Davis, the egot though. <laughs> oh no, that's true. That's true. That's true. She's. I mean, she's pretty badass in her own. She's head. a humble egot queen. Though. Viola Davis was on Hot Ones, and she she was that was a good one. I did yeah. like that episode quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So my Torvald again. I think we're gonna give it up to you. I love Brian Tyree Henry. I would have just have liked to see Jimmy Tatro come into the audition room like just for like the i guess for the the pre specifically for like the dick asshole torvald that we met meet at first so jimmy taylor for those who don't know he's i think he's most known for american vandal which i still haven't seen but i've been i it's it sounds like it's totally my jam so i gotta watch that uh Mm. he played alex's boyfriend in the last couple seasons of modern family but i first encountered him as uh i think his character's name was rooster or rooster rooster in 22 jump street yeah yeah it was like it's a good pick. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, here's my phone. Just kidding. It's a football. And then he like does that like like <laughs> yeah. that sort of like come at me chest lunge thing. I'm yeah. like, that's Torvald in a nutshell. <laughs> I mean, I've just brought up his filmography and like his first roles like not on YouTube would uh-huh. name Frat Boy Jimmy and Thug. So okay. like, yeah. <laughs> perfect. So I think yeah, especially I can just picture him well because he's got that kind of like crazy bassy like Vin Diesel type voice. So I think I just want yeah to like, yeah yeah okay Spaz boy tutor me or whatever like 33 like he would he would kill it on that front so damn that's that's pretty solid too though (laughs) i think you might you might be able to pull off like that more vulnerable side yeah yeah (laughs) he might be the understudy for the stage version okay sure sounds good yeah (laughs) okay so brian or jimmy you're on standby uh yeah don't call us we'll call you uh send us we'll send you a fruit basket yeah um, okay. We'll call you. So Edmund, uh, we're gonna yep. Edmund Wolfgang edible Flo. arrangement. Oh, edible! That sounds really good right now. I some melons mm-hmm. or something. Um, no, it does not. Stop. Just go get fruit. Okay, Michael. fine, fine. <laughs> All right. So we have. Speaking of things that start with Ed, we're gonna talk Edmund casting right now. Wolfgang's foil slash like sidekick, very nondescript. Um, mm. Could I start with Maidens? Absolutely. All right. So first, I was thinking um, you got. Again, uh, for the 90s kids out there, uh, I was going to go with Chris. First, I would like to see Chris Owen try out. He was the Shermanator from American Pie. Just like this. He's just like gang. He just looks like Edmund to me. Just like gangly, freckle face. Just like kind of a little, you know, very similar face shape, honestly, which is kind of weird. Like he looks like a cartoon character brought to life. But my ultimate pick would be Joel David Moore. You know, Mm. you you know this. Okay, great. Sean, you know who Joel David Moore is. So he was... Mm. In Grandma's Boy and Dodgeball, I forget yes. his name in Dodgeball, but like, I mean, just the like very like dumb, oblivious delivery of like like who's, love in the who's love Steve with the lady in yeah. red thing, right? Yeah, yeah, him, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was in love with Franz Stalinashkovich Davidovichsky, and we yeah, have just a pirate on our team. <laughs> who's Steve the pirate? <laughs> There's a guy on our team who just pew 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 adios fuck wads <laughs> whatever he says in grandma's boy i think he would i think he would kill it. he was also an avatar uh so you know he's got he's he can work on a big budget oh uh, my god yeah he was norm dr norm spellman from avatar yes wow 
Wait, yeah. Oh, and he he's... played Donatello in like the Michael Bay produced Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. So he's he's kind of played in the Nickelodeon camp a little already. So he's a really good pick. I just I kept thinking Lanky and who I would laugh at in the haircut, and I thought Matthew Lillard. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Not too much beyond that. Yeah. I mean, if I'm if I'm looking at these three and thinking about who the role goes to, yeah. I think it might go to Joel David Moore. Okay. <laughs> Matthew Lillard is, uh, would also be a good pick, but I think it would just be like a disservice to Matthew Lillard himself. He'd have to be very, he'd really have to rein it in. Like, yes. You know, like thinking yeah. of how like Gonzo he is in Scream and even like she's all that. Or just yeah. Scooby-Doo. Like, you know, it's like. He's got a role here, but it's yeah, not this it's, one. Yeah, we'll find something for Matthew Lillard. But yeah. It's, it has yet to come to pass. And yeah, I think it's cool. We'll like, we'll actually like, I just want to like do like write all these names down all one after the other after, as we like finalize all these picks. Uh, but we'll do yeah. that towards once we reach the end of this journey. All right. Uh, now bringing it to Wolfgang, um, the, ult- the ultimate heel, the sort of most recurring protagonist antagonist of this show, I should say. Yeah. Uh, this will be an interesting one. Um, why don't you go with yours? Yeah. So I want Hopfor Julius Bjornsson, best known as the Mountain from Game of Thrones. Oh my god, that's role. who that is. That's right. I was like, how do I know that name? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, mostly because I think he's the only person I know of that could jump and completely demolish <laughs> a mailbox. A, a mailbox. <laughs> and i think it would just be hilarious because i can only imagine he would say wolfgang is his name which i think which i think would be a really necessary function here Uh and also just being a dick bag knowing that he's not a dick bag is hilarious he would fill out that t-shirt though look at that like wolfgang is that dude's built like a truck for a fifth for an 11 year old boy so yeah i could totally see it I don't know. I just like the idea of having someone massive in this role and then continually committing to them being fifth graders. (laughs) Like, like a wet, hot American summer. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're classing adults anyway. It's fine. Like, yeah, we could totally go with those rules. Yes. Yes. I want, I want. On that visual alone, probably give it up. But again, in terms of the performance, like the very just sort of like low, I did like Wolfgang better in this episode. We'll kind of get into it, but he was a little more like low key, like, I will destroy you rather than like very outwardly aggressive as he was in, uh, in longest Monday. So he was metered. Yeah. Yeah. So in that note, this reminded me more of an, I was like, Oh, he would do good here. Like eighties Kiefer Sutherland, like specifically like stand by me, Kiefer Sutherland Mm. as ace. Like, cause you know, he's pretty, you know, he's got the switch blade in that. And he's like, you know, kind of like, I mean, he's threatening these small children. Like he's like, ace is clearly like 17. Yeah. Like threatening a group of like incoming sixth graders essentially. So I think the dynamic kind of works very, very similarly. I like that. That's a good pick too. That's a tough one. I know it could go again. Yeah, these these were a little more contested. Than... Yeah, because I mean, I think we're between we're between visual <laughs> gag or performative chop, yeah, right? Yeah, like That's usually how it goes <laughs> so <yeah>. far. <laughs> yeah, I've consistently been the the visual gag human. He could be he could be the <laughs> the Adrian could, Brody fanboy. We, apparently, we could, <laughs> we could have our cake and eat it too. So we could have <laughs> Kiefer being his. Uh, we could have Kiefer like handle all the dialogue you know like the threatening arnold and the gang and stuff but then like hop four could be like the football could handle the physical aspects like he could <laughs> stunt double he could okay hop four could realistically flick sid like yeah. <laughs> 20 feet away, like across the field with just his index fingers as as wolfgang see, does and now i want to see i want to see whichever pairing like 
part part of the audition has to be every permutation of Wolfgang and Edmund mm-hmm. doing the high five. That's just yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a great iron. Like Joel David Moore would kill that line delivery. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, oh I think I think it's definitely Joel David okay, Moore. Okay. 100%. Okay. And then I like having Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland in the role and then have her as the, uh, as the stunt double football. specifically okay. for like, we see Kiefer jump to catch the football yeah. and then we see Afford <laughs> demolish the mailbox. <laughs> Stand up and switch back to Kiefer. Oh my God. Fourth graders are going down. Yeah, it's just like that scene in uh, Terminator 2 when like Arnold, like, you see he starts to like ride the motorcycle off the thing into the like the aqueduct and then it's totally not him on the motorcycle anymore. And then yeah. it's him on the motorcycle cycle again is we'll just we'll just copy that exact same uh exact same cinematography so okay. i'm down to commit right. i'm down all right cool we've spent so much time talking about cost- casting we haven't even talked about the episodes yet but that's fine yeah it's because these are two of the episodes <laughs> of all time <laughs> of all the episodes of hey arnold these are two of them oh my god okay so this, I mean, again, I liked this episode. I truly did. Yeah, like, I agree. It's, yeah. it's, I, it is a, you know, kids, fourth graders versus fifth graders scenario. Again, we'll see, we'll come back to this a couple of times. I yeah. think we could have just leaned more into how everyone else is kind of coping with the situation. There were like one-liners and things like that a little bit. I like one of my favorite mm-hmm. lines is Sid being like, I have an idea. How about we play chess? We'll have a tournament. <laughs> like, he's so like optimistic, he's so, he's so sincere. Yeah. Um, I think they could have just used more of that somehow. Like for some reason, it just this felt like a little just like light on characterization in a certain sense. Yeah. We really only like, had a couple of those moments that mm-hmm. were like, oh, this is Hey Arnold. Like yeah. when Eugene says the, you know, the, it's like, this is nothing great. can stop us. Plus, it's a lovely fall day. <laughs> Everything's going our way. Yes. Okay, yes, and speaking of just, like, things that we grew up, like, that were just, like, part of the 90s zeitgeist, I think, like, it was, like, football was, like, especially hot. We were going, that was the era of Nerf, Nerf footballs, John Elway's Vortex footballs. That's oh, the only it was reason Nerf I, or nothing, baby, that's, that's yeah. That's the only reason I know who John Elway is, the whistling footballs, and then there was, <laughs> and then there, that's when, and then Nerf came up with the half football that you could throw against the wall to yourself if nobody wanted to play football with you. That uh, they did, yep. <laughs> I did not have one. Which uh, which uh, Arnold might have used to come up with all of his uh, loopy plays. Yeah, his illegal plays. I don't even watch football, and all of them were illegal plays. It seemed like it, right? Like, you can't just pass it again and you again and again. You can't throw the ball over <laughs> and over. <laughs> that, that was the razzle-dazzle, flea-flicker, fumble-rooski, or whatever his... Idiot. This yeah. was a hate Arnold episode, is what this was. Again, I wasn't in love with him as the team captain. Like, I would no. have liked it if Helga was the captain from the very beginning, right? Just, like, domineering is all hell. And yeah. then he comes in to whatever, you know, save the day with his loopy plays at the end. I feel like maybe that would have been a little more satisfying for me on a narrative level. Um, that's my two cents as to this. I was like, yeah, it's like, it's like that the criticism, it's like, you know, your hero, your protagonist is just in the same place the whole time. He doesn't really like have, he doesn't really arc or anything. Maybe that's, yeah. maybe that's what the, why this episode was, didn't, wasn't as enjoyable for me as an adult. Yeah. He just comes in hot as himself thinking that he knows everything (laughs) and maintains that throughout Mm -hmm. the entire episode and cheats Mm -hmm. to win to be fair yeah i didn't even see that like you know like i expected in my memory i was like oh yeah the the kid the you know fifth graders are going to be playing super dirty but they weren't they were playing like it was all on the level they were playing normal football you know 
Yeah. yeah. Except they tackled Eugene instead of touch, but then they played touch from then on out. Yes, that is true. Do you like partake in protein beverages? No. Okay. Okay. Because I did think of like 10 protein drinks a day sounds really bad for you. It sounds gross. I mean, yeah. each one is like what, 35 or something or 40 yeah. grams of protein? Something like that. That's gnarly. How yeah. much of a daily intake would that be? Let's see. Um, How much would be name enough? Name one of those protein beverages. Um, Fairlife, I think, is Let's a brand. See. Fairlife offers 30 grams per one bottle, Whoa. which looks to be 60% of a daily intake. So 300 so grams, 300 grams of protein <laughs> grams. in a single day. Yes, that's a nightmare. No, yeah. thank you. With like, with like, shout out to Helga though for like, she's probably got like pretty decent upper body strength if she had to push that cart, shopping cart, filled to the brim, and then some of Power Protein drinks. Oh, Helga's yoked for sure. Helga's <laughs> no, yeah, one hundred percent yoked. I was gonna say I do like. I mean, we with that slight redesign, she's a little less like again like gangly stick like. So you could you could tell that <clears throat> you know. And, you know, Big Bob's got quite a chest, so you know she's probably got that built in her. A he little does bit. have quite a chest. Yeah. He's. He's half or Euless Bjornsson could also play Big Bob. You you have a place in our show. Okay. Hop. You have a place. <laughs> there are plenty of characters you could play. Okay. Like Eugene <laughs> or Stinky <laughs> or Brainy. Uh, he could take it. He could take a hit. He could play. Yeah. He could just be sort of like this the default stunt person. Yeah. yeah. Wait, he might be a great Brainy then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how it feels for you to get hit in the eyes rather than he's the one who like squeezed pedro pascal's eyes out right like a yeah like a yeah. melon okay cool oh it squeezed his head into his head nothing into nothing yeah yes yeah <laughs> and then became a zombie right yeah that there's an episode yes. where they all kind of look like his zombie form coming up there's like a halloween episode i don't even remember that episode very well but we're gonna get to it um, yeah we'll figure it out yeah for sure let me see let's see anything else about this I mean, the Torvald I am 13 moment with the, with yeah. the picture is funny. <laughs> I'm, right? 12. I am, yeah. I'm 12. I'm 12. I'm <laughs> 12. More like 1,200. Oh, that good, good, good post uh, yeah. idea. Let's do that. Which is good. He's still there. I, I, it did just kind of make me wish that like Torvald was more like in the fabric of the show. Yeah. You know? It would have been cool to have him be part of the gang like on a more recurring basis. Yeah. Just like... He just he'd be hanging out with like Stinky and Sid. Like he doesn't. We don't need to go to like we already got all of his character development. But like he could just yeah. be there for like a one liner and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. If Arnold was a real incorporator, like he prides himself to be, <laughs> he wouldn't exclude the friends he makes in single one off episodes from mm-hmm. his actual friend group. Dick bag. It's, go fuck yourself, Arnold. It's like hey, like that was just the youth retreat but we're back to real life now yeah just so you it know was, we're not real friends you think arnold would arnold would have eaten up challenge day every single year yeah. <laughs> that's what that was called right challenge day i think i think so yeah yeah something like that yeah okay that's when you learned about bully for those who don't know challenge day is when you learned about the horrors of bullying everybody cries says they're never gonna bully each other ever again and that lasts and for the about next three day. days <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah that and then Torvald saying, go fourth graders. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. <laughs> That's an all-time moment. But, uh, and then the episode ended. Yeah, everything went fine. It was all good. Just, you know, blue skies. Rainy, what if we call r- it a tie? <laughs> Edmund again being an angel that he is. Again, Joel David Moore. Again, like, he would just yeah. crush all of that line, all of those deliveries. Yeah. So, 
All right, Joel, uh, you're, I know you're over 40. I think you're about the same age as Justin Long, but... Dude, we should Fantastic. get Justin Long in this for something. There's, there's Scream a Queen. Okay. Yes. Yes. 100% Barbarian's own. So let us move on to part B of this episode. Gerald moves out. Same air date, obvi. Uh, written by Steve Vixton and <clears throat> Danica Ivanchevic. Directed by Stark Howell. Gerald, getting tired of his family bugging him, moves out of his home and into Arnold's boarding house, only to realize emancipation is not all it is cracked up to be. This episode is totally a sequel to Gerald Comes Over, but it's mm. more about, it's less about Arnold's, be Arnold being self-conscious about his, well, I guess it is a nice continuity. So Arnold's like self-conscious about his house and like who he lives with, but Gerald's like, no, this place is awesome. And then he kind of idealizes the place, then is like, you know, it would be fun living here. And then definitely does not pan out as such in uh in what's the other one uh gerald, gerald comes over gerald comes over we don't really get to see like as much of the the day-to-day things mm-hmm. or i guess week to week like laundry and waiting for the bathroom and stuff mm-hmm. like we've always seen them as visual gags but him being <clears throat> i guess having to adhere to those things is something that this episode offers that that one didn't that's uh, true that's true right so i think it gets a more real take uh, as opposed to just the characters that he surrounds himself with. Uh-huh. It's, the, it's the circumstances he finds himself yeah, in. Yeah, 100%. Which actually makes me think, Do you? how old were you when you started like doing your own laundry? Or like when your mom taught you to do do laundry for the first time? So I definitely remember helping out with laundry like in my older house. The house that I was, uh, I guess, like ages, maybe like entry to the world to maybe like age eight or something. Okay. Um, I remember helping her out with laundry in that like, Oh yeah, th- separate the clothes, throw this into this hamper, throw this into that one, or throw this into the wash. When I started doing laundry myself, maybe around like, I guess like 10 or 11, okay. probably like Feels actually right. doing it. Yeah, same. So something like that. Like fourth, fifth grade for me too. And yeah, I don't know. Still with supervision, of <laughs> yeah, course. but uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I loved cleaning out the lint trap. So like this episode, oh, yeah. I was like, who who doesn't clean out the lint trap? You know, that's like... One of my biggest pet peeves is people who don't. And maybe it's because of this episode with Mr. Wynn's immortal line delivery. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which, did we, is this a different Mr. Wynn? No, it's, Why the, is his, it's his voice sounds so like more like, like abrasive. six packs a day. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, like perhaps, uh, I forget the name of the voice actor for Mr. Wynn. I'll have to look that up retroactively. Mm. But perhaps he was just smoking a lot at the time. But it was definitely yeah. him and... Maybe it was meant to be that because I think like the last it was interesting. Maybe that was maybe maybe that was a choice, uh, you know, for Gerald to kind of get like spooked at, as you know, for just Gerald to have yet another like thing in, like fall on his lap to be like, maybe this wasn't such a good idea in the words of Arrested Development, which I've been watching a lot of recently. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. Um, <laughs> yeah, because this is this is not like tender no it's not Arnold's Christmas no it's not Mr. Wynn this is probably the most like angry we've we ever seen Mr. Wynn at least up to this point yeah um, yeah you bought us have to take the number <laughs> like it's like it's actually scary you're not the good you're not a good person oh no that was different that was the Oscar but that, it's really in yeah. his throat like yeah. it's really it guttural like, I think that's what up in there I think that's what makes this that's what makes the lie that's what makes the like so, so quotable <laughs> I'm not yeah. your mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Um, but to be fair, like Gerald had every right to be like annoyed. I think that 
the Jamie O half Nelson. That was one thing, but like the the Timberly thing like destroyed me. Like yep. Gerald, I colored in your geography book, or like like I wanted to help pack up your bags for school. I found the shiny ribbon. <laughs> idiot Timberlake. Stupid. Like, oh, dude. So dumb. She makes DW look like a Rhodes Scholar by, uh, she, by comparison. Yeah, she absolutely does. Yeah. Although I'm not sure if Gerald would ever punch Timberly the way uh, Arthur wound up punching DW. <laughs> but Probably not. Nah, he, nah, nah, he he's a ride or die for his little sis. That's true. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you notice? I that? was also. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was surprised to see Gerald's mom be as disconnected though to give just like the "That's great, honey." <laughs> like when <laughs> Gerald was explaining getting half Nelson mm-hmm. and like all his shit getting fucked up. Yeah, that was she, very Miriam yeah. of her. Yeah, right. And then she goes to being extremely emotionally attuned at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I yeah. will say though, I I I get where Mr. Johansson's coming from. Like, yeah, I don't like wasting yeah, yeah. electricity. Um, oh, two absolutely. songs a day might be a bit of a tall order, but I think it was okay. I mean, if I think Power Bill mm-hmm. back in 97, $198 was probably like crazy. Because I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's a common number to see on your Power Bill now, yeah. but it, it's, it would be not unheard of to see that number on your Power Bill today. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I took this on a derail. What were you going to say? No, first? I was going to say, did you notice I didn't, I don't think I picked up on this. And one thing we forgot to talk about. Um, so number one in retroactively Phoebe cheats, we didn't talk about the fact that she just has a framed poster of a meatball in her bedroom. So correct. There's she does. that. <laughs> um, but then in Gerald's fantasy, he has a framed picture of Phoebe on his wall. Like I did not notice. Yeah. When he walks into his like dope penthouse and everything and he comes out of the elevator and like the whole building is just dedicated to him. It's like 33, which is like his, his jersey and everything. And Yeah. And he has Seth MacFarlane yeah. as his doorman. Was that, wait, was that Seth MacFarlane? It just, his face looked like oh, it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have, I was like, wait, I knew he like came up in Cartoon Network uh, in the mid nine, like mid late nineties, but uh Okay, I'll take. I have to take a look at the doorman again. That was a very distinctive doorman face uh, looked, person design. It looked like one to one, like. Okay, stuff. <laughs> all right. I'll take a look yeah. at it again. He might have run in some of the same circles as those guys, for all we know. Is it me or did swirly straws only like in theory feel cool and appealing because of how they were drawn? Drinking out of one in real life, I was like more impatient than anything else. I was like, I feel like I have to exert a lot of effort to drink this right now. To bring this oh yeah absolutely swirls. you have to put a lot of work into okay. taking a sip for sure from, okay. from swirly straws <laughs> yeah oh, way boy. more effort than you should yeah but yeah I, again i liked this episode a lot i think it was just more like moralistic you know um yeah yeah i mean i think that this one is one of those ones that carries a like i don't know it's a narrative that the kids watching it have probably explored in their heads like mm-hmm. what it would be like to not live at home or to run away yeah. or something similar. Yeah. Um, so it, it definitely has that moral that's very applicable to mm-hmm. the specific audience that they're appealing to, which um, I don't know if that's like an intended thing, but I mean, you know how film goes. Like it's supposed to be something that your audience can relate to because that's the only way people are going to be interested in what you do. True. Um, I stand by it. It was a good episode. Yeah, I, it was good. I, I definitely remember looking back on it uh, well, looking back, I remember enjoying it more than I did as an adult. Is definitely falls into the like yes. one of the episodes of all time thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, memorable, memorable. And yeah. his penthouse was sick. His penthouse was sick. It was pretty cool. The per- it was so dope. <laughs> I'd live there. 
Got the cheese pizza pole. on deck. Yeah, yeah. It was a gross cheese pole though. They, it they, was. They it was like weirdly one. disconnected was strands. Nasty. You don't ever see yeah, cheese poles was... like that. That was kind of concerning. No, yeah. not a good cheese pole. No, <laughs> but, you know we they can get a buy for that. Yeah. Good. Um. Good meta commentary again by Grandpa. Uh, yes. Just, just gonna read this whole paragraph real quick. Like, there's lots of things in the world I don't understand, like liquid soap, for example. But you know, maybe this isn't such a bad idea. Gerald seems to have a problem he needs to work through, and who knows? Maybe we'll all learn a warm-hearted, sentimental lesson out of this crazy turn of events. <laughs> Which <laughs> we did. Yeah. We did learn a lesson. We did. We did. And I think uh-huh. it just definitely shows like grandpa's extremely aware like for all that he's for for all the times he seems like he's just totally off his rocker he made the right call in the situation yeah that was interesting i forgot that that was like a bit he was like hey let's just let's let this play out and see how it goes he was very in tune with like what the circumstance could offer for gerald and his family to learn Mm mm-hmm it was it was good. And it's Way not, to go. It's not like he contrived the situation to like deliberately make it hard for him. It was all just they were all just this whole thing was full of just teachable moments. <laughs> yeah, no, that that man thought on the fly. Yeah. And it was very impressive. Well done. Good job, Grandpa. Yeah. Good job, Gramps. <laughs> Despite the numerous technical hiccups, if I'm being honest, I don't have a whole lot else to say about this. Like I liked it, but that's kind of yeah, that's not that's kind of it for this one. But yeah, that's okay, no, that's... you know, like and that's fine. Even even we'll even the ones that are not as good as the best are still pretty good, you know. Yeah. And yeah, it was just absolutely. it was just comforting to watch these. I, I will say that. Like that was yeah. This was a sit back and enjoy. Yeah. Episode. Not um, which is I think again because like last week's was so gonzo on both fronts. Yeah. Like to come to just more like yeah like kids play sports against each other and then yeah like kids fantasize about like leaving their house because they they're sick of being around their family like just very yeah, relatable subjects Nelson in the morning yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh geez okay okay that would suck we got another gerald this is a probably a okay we'll, we'll get to this next week i'm very happy you are host are emceeing next week's uh if that's <laughs> all we have to say for this week <laughs> okay <laughs> all right shall we Let's do it. Okay. Let's wrap it up here. Cool. All right, y'all. So thank you so much for hanging with us today. I know it was heavy on the casting talk, but I think that was my favorite part of today's conversation, which is fine. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so yeah, again, uh, feel free to follow with us uh, as these are on Paramount Plus. You can buy these if you want a la carte. I wouldn't recommend doing that financially over nope. the internet because nope. don't do it. They can remove these at any time um, yeah. or edit them for like more like cultural slash racial sensitivity, things like that. I know like some old movie like The French Connection got very controversially edited now um so there's that but anyway or you can watch these on dvd uh shout factory's got a perfectly solid box set that also has a poster in it so yeah, they do. uh check us out or next week we'll be covering uh episode 10 of season two which the second part is like a uh so mr simmons morals yeah i think don't if you want to if you want to take on a group of angry fifth graders in a football game like do it yourself. Don't like serve up all of your friends on a silver platter because you yeah. got because you have something to prove. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Arnold. Uh, Hate Arnold episode for sure. <laughs> That's the moral. Don't okay. be like Arnold. <laughs> Which is that? And play fair. If you have great That's ideas, true. make sure that they're legal plays mm-hmm. and don't name them stupid and say hut hut hike, not hut hut hut. Oh, oh my true. god, Arnold, you sucked this episode. What kind of, what kind of QB <laughs> is he? 
Arnold sucked this episode, really dude. Much. They should have left it up to Helga. She's the icebox of these little giants. Gerald moves out. Mr. Simmons moral. Always clean out the lint trap, really. Clean out the lint trap. And, it's um, easy. And that's all you got to do. Yeah, sometimes you just got to deal with who you live with. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You can be okay with it. <laughs> you know, suffer through. <laughs> <sighs> I did that until I was 28. Um, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> case in point. All right. Never eat raspberries. Bye.